ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يحسن لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار today inshallah ta'ala we are going to go through a very powerful narration on the authority of abu dhar radiyallahu anhu wa arda who said the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said who said that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said so it is known as a hadith qudsi a hadith where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the creation something and this is a powerful narration collected by imam muslim in his sahih and in this narration we find that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows his greatness over the creation and in this hadith allah jalla wa ala shows his bounties and blessings towards the creation just to remind the brothers inshallah ta'ala that when the jum'ah khutbah is taking place it is not permissible for anyone to recite the quran or to be on their phones or to do anything that distracts them from listening to the khutbah so in this hadith allah jalla wa ala he begins and he says ya ibadi inni haramtu dhulma ala nafsi وجعلته بينكم محرما فلا تظالموا الله جل وعلا begins this hadith by saying oh my slaves يا عبادي oh my slaves and this is to inform the creation that they are all the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah جل وعلا is their true master so Allah says يا عبادي اني حرمت الظلم على نفسي that indeed i have prohibited oppression upon myself وَجَعَلْتُهُ بَيْنَكُمْ مُحَرَّمًا And I have made it prohibited upon all of you. فَلَا تَظَالَمُوا So none of you oppress. Allah Jalla wa Ala says that, O oh my slaves, indeed I, who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, have prohibited oppression upon myself. That Allah Jalla wa Ala said He will never oppress His creation. He will never do anything to the creation that, that is for a sign of oppression from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. To make us understand that everything that happens in the creation of Allah Jalla wa Ala is from the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from the wisdom of Allah Jalla wa Ala and He will never oppress His creation. وَلَا يَظْلِمُ رَبُّكَ أَحَدًا Allah says in the Quran and your Lord does not oppress anyone. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins this hadith to show the creation that you can never attribute oppression to Allah. And if anything ever happens to you in this creation, it is not oppression from Allah. If there is anything that you see in the creation that you may dislike or you may not be able to understand, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not oppressed His creation. He says, And this is from His infinite mercy that He says, I will never oppress anyone. And then Allah Jalla wa'ala reminds the creation that if the creator and the master who has complete ability and authority to do what he wants, if he wants to oppress the creation, he will. But out of a mercy from him, he will never oppress them. <coughs> so he reminds the creation and he prohibits them. And I have made it prohibited upon you as well. So do not oppress one another. Do not oppress one another with your tongues. By backbiting and slandering and lying. Do not oppress one another with your limbs. By physically abusing or harming or stealing. Do not abuse anyone with anything that Allah Jalla wa'ala has given you. Because He subhanahu wa ta'ala, before He prohibited it upon you, He prohibited it upon Himself subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Jalla wa'ala begins this hadith by showing that He subhanahu wa ta'ala never oppresses His creation. So if He who is the king of kings subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is the master of the creation and he is the one who has created and has ownership over everything he will never do this then how can someone who is weak like me and you ever even contemplate and think about oppressing one another so Allah begins the hadith in this manner then he subhanahu wa ta'ala shows how merciful he has been to the creation and he mentions some of the greatest points of mercy from himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya ibadi, kullukum dalun illa man hadaytum. Fastahduni ahdikum. He says, oh my slaves, every single one of you are misguided. Every single one of you is misguided, except the one that I have guided. Every single one of you is misguided except the one that I have guided. So seek guidance from me and I will guide you. This is mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That if the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't come to us, every single one of us would have been misguided. Every single one of us would have been from the inhabitants of the fire of Jahannam. But because Allah specifically chose me and you for guidance, it shows that this is a mercy from Allah. And then Allah Jalla wa'ala even saying that He has guided. He says, فَاسْتَهْدُونِ أَهْدِكُمْ That ask me for guidance and I will guide you. Showing the creation now that the greatest blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give you is guidance. And do we ever turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thank Him for our Islam? Do we ever turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and glorify Him and praise Him because we have been chosen by Him subhanahu wa ta'ala to be those who are guided. That we have been given these principles of Islam in our hearts, in our minds, and on our tongues and limbs. And we have specifically been chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this great blessing. Because if He never chose us for this blessing, then we would have been from those that Allah said, Kullukum baalum, all of you are misguided. But Allah Jalla wa'ala made us the exception. Inna man so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided the believers. 
And this tells the believers that we have to thank Him, we have to glorify Him. And if we want this guidance, and we want this guidance to remain until we pass away, then we have to submit to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this guidance is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began the hadith by saying He does not oppress shows that if He was not to guide us, it would not be oppression from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. But out of His favor and out of His mercy and out of His endless bounties, He has chosen us to be from those who He has guided subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah jalla wa ala mentions another blessing to the creation. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya ibadi, O my slaves, Oh my slaves, every single one of you is hungry, except for the one that I have fed. So ask me for food and I will give it to you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now, a blessing that we have every single day that many of us forget to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Allah Jalla wa'ala is the one who gives us the provisions. He is the one who puts the food on our plates. He is the one who allows us to be able to consume the food. He is the one who allows the food to nourish our bodies. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of these are blessings from Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and only Him. And if He chose to leave us hungry without food, it will not be oppression from Him. But He has chosen us to feed us. He has chosen us so we can fill our stomachs. But are we going to remember Him when we do this? Are we going to acknowledge that these blessings have come from Him when we do this? So Allah is reminding us in this hadith that even things like this food that we see every day, that we taste every day, that we eat every day, that we cannot survive without, these are blessings from Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He has to be thanked for these blessings. And we, we will be questioned about these blessings on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. We will be questioned about everything that we eat and drink and consume. Every blessing that has been given to us. We have so much to be accountable for on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And if we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it will ease the reckoning on us on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So even things that sometimes we overlook like the blessings of food, these are blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that have come down to us. And we have to show our gratitude to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. And then Allah jalla wa ala continues. Ya ibadi, O my slaves, kullukum alim illa man kasawtuhu, fastaksuni aksukum. He said, O oh my slaves, all of you are clothless, all of you are naked, except for those that I have clothed. So seek your clothes from me and I will clothe you. Another blessing that Bani Adam, the children of Adam, they overlook. We take it for granted that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us and He has given us the privilege of being able to cover our private parts. How many people do we find across the world that do not even have a piece of cloth? That are unable to cover themselves from the eyes of the people. And this is a blessing, subhanAllah, that we take for granted. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it easy for us. He has given us clothes in abundance, just like He has given us food in abundance. So we take this for granted, and we do not see it as a daily blessing, that every time we are able to wear clothes, this is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He is the one who has given us this. 
And that's why Allah Jalla wa'ala says in the Quran, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ There is not a single blessing that you have except it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's not a single blessing. But we are from those that keep forgetting about these blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single thing that happens to us that we do, that we can do, that we have the ability to do, it is from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. That He has chosen us specifically to give us this privilege. To give us from His bounties. And this makes Bani Adam think that how could I disobey a Lord who is taking care of me in this manner? That if Allah Jalla wa'ala has given us guidance, which is the greatest thing that man desire and need, and He's given us food, the basic essential that we need to survive. And He has given us clothing so we can protect our modesty, so we can protect our honor and dignity. How could we sin? But what is even more amazing is that after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions these points from His blessings, He says to Bani Adam, Indeed, you commit sins in the day and the night. After he has mentioned these blessings, he says this subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Jalla wa'ala, after mentioning these blessings, he reminds the believers that indeed, you disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You transgress. You make mistakes day and night. But turn back to me in forgiveness and I will forgive you. An addition to the blessings and the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he has given you, he has given you, he has given you. And we all disobey. And then he says, I know you disobey. But if you turn to me, I will give you repentance. I will give you forgiveness. I will keep giving and keep giving. And this is the message of Allah Jalla wa'ala to His creation. That do not despair. Do not despair in the mercy of Allah. Do not despair in the bounties of Allah. Do not despair in the generosity of Allah. Because He will give and He will never oppress. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even if He never gave us, it is not oppression. Even if He chose not to forgive us, it is not oppression. Even if He chose to take away guidance from us and our food from us and our clothing from us, it is not oppression from him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But out of his endless bounties and mercy, he keeps on giving and he keeps on giving, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he reminds us, Indeed, you disobey in the night and the day. And I forgive all sins. So seek mercy in me and forgiveness in me and I will forgive you. Then after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions his greatness. He mentions his greatness subhanahu wa ta'ala and that how he is not in need of the creation and how the creation are in complete need of him and how if everyone was to worship him it wouldn't change anything with regards to him subhanahu wa ta'ala and if everyone was to disobey him it wouldn't change anything as, as for him subhanahu wa ta'ala no one can harm Allah and no one can profit Allah and no one can take anything away from the kingdom of Allah because everyone is part of the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ibadi, Allah says, O oh, my slave, innakum lan tablughu darri fatadurruni wa lan tablughu naf'i fatanfa'uni He says, O oh, my slave, to remind the creation 
You will never be able to harm me, so try as much as you want. And you will never be able to benefit me, so try as much as you want. You will never be able to harm Allah. You will never be able to profit Allah. You will never be able to benefit Allah. Because Allah Jalla wa'ala is far above being affected by what we do, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So no matter what a person does, it will not benefit Allah Jalla wa'ala in the slightest. Yet he gives you, and he is calling you to worship him, not because it benefits him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is calling him to he is calling you to worship him because it benefits you, it benefits us. So it is from his mercy that he is telling us to worship him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is not because it profits him or it benefits him the slightest. And then Allah Jalla wa'ala continues. And he emphasizes on this point to show his greatness. He says, Ya ibadi, لَوْ أَنَّ أَوَّلَكُمْ وَآخِرَكُمْ وَإِنْسَكُمْ وَجِنَّكُمْ كَانُوا عَلَىٰ أَتْقَىٰ قَلْبِ رَجُلٍ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْكُمْ مَا زَادَ ذَٰلِكَ فِي مُلْكِي شَيْئًا Allah Jalla wa'ala says, Oh my slaves, if the first of you and the last of you, the humans from you and the jinns from you, they were all pious worshippers of me like the heart of one pious man, it will not give me anything extra. <laughs> it's not going to give anything to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not going to increase the status of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the status of Allah jalla wa ala cannot be increased. It is not going to profit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any way. Because the creation are insignificant in comparison to the creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to emphasize on this further, Allah jalla wa ala says, Ya ibadi, O oh my slaves, if the first of you and the last of you and the men from you and the jinn from you If all of you were in the heart of the most corrupted evil person meaning the entire creation disobeyed Allah and the entire creation were disbelievers Allah says it will not decrease anything it doesn't affect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We find people in society, they stand up, they say, I've left Islam, they announce this, they proclaim this, they go out, they denounce the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they speak badly of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they speak badly of his religion. Oh, it doesn't affect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will affect them. As for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they're too insignificant to matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't affect Allah Jalla wa'ala the slightest. It doesn't decrease anything from His kingdom. If the entire creation disobeyed Him, it doesn't decrease anything from His kingdom, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't take away anything from His majesty, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the greatness of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah Jalla wa'ala emphasizes on this further. And He says, Ya ibadi, O my slaves, لَوْ أَنَّ أَوَّلَكُمْ وَآخِرَكُمْ وَإِنْسَكُمْ وَجِنَّكُمْ if the first of you and the last of you, the men from you and the jinn from you, that you stood in one plain platform, meaning everyone from the whole creation, from the beginning until the end, from the men and from the jinn, they all were there and they all stood in one place. And they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Every single one of them asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for every single need they ever have. And I gave every single one what he wanted. Every single person 
and every single jinn from the time of Adam السلام, until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Every single one of them has asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything they possibly want. Whether it is from this life or for the, from the hereafter, they have asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? مَا نَقَصَ ذَلِكَ مِمَّا عِنِّي إِلَّا كَمَا يَنْقُصُ الْمِخْيَطُ إِذَا أُدْخِلَ الْبَحْرِ This does not decrease anything from what I have. Except if you were to take a needle and dip it in the sea. Has it decreased anything from the sea? No. It will not decrease anything from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this tells the believers. This tells the believers that do whatever... Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever you can ask him for. Because it will never decrease anything from him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if it never decreases anything from him subhanahu wa ta'ala, then why would he ever say no to us? It doesn't affect him. It doesn't harm him. It doesn't take away anything from him. And if he was to give us everything that we ever wanted, then this is from his virtue subhanahu wa ta'ala which he's already doing for us. So it reminds the believers that do not despair. The bounties of Allah Jalla wa'ala are infinite. And the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beyond our imagination. That no matter how we try and think of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Jalla wa'ala is above that. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala concludes the hadith. And it says, إِنَّمَا أَعْمَالُكُمْ أُحْصِيهَا لَكُمْ These are your actions and I will gather them for you. And then I will reward you for it. So everything that we do will be rewarded by Allah Jalla wa'ala. If they are good, we will be rewarded with good. And if they are sins, then we will be rewarded with punishment. Whoever finds any good, any good that has happened to him, you spell Yahmadillah, you praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whoever finds other than this, then let him not blame anyone except for himself. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله ولكم ولسائر المسلمين استغفروا إنه هو المغفور. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد. الله جل وعلا كنز الحديث. By saying, if anyone finds good, then praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If anyone finds good in this life and the hereafter, then to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs all praise. Because it is from His mercy and from His blessings that He has granted this to the one He has granted it to subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then Allah jalla wa ala says, if anyone finds other than this, meaning in the hereafter, if anyone finds other than Jannah, he finds punishment, he finds adab, he finds the fire of Jahannam. Let him not blame anyone except for himself. Why is Allah telling us this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this powerful narration, he's telling us that look, he will give, he will never oppress us. And he will continuously give us and grant us from his infinite mercy and blessings. Even though we sin, he will still give to us and he will tell us and remind us to turn back to him. No matter what we do, it will not benefit Allah or harm Allah. 
No matter what Allah gives us, He will not take away anything from Him. So appreciate these blessings and seek them. But remember at the end of the day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold every single one of us to account for our own actions. For our own actions. Allah will not say to anyone that I'm going to punish you out of oppression. Never. And when a person is punished on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, it will not be because Allah Jalla wa'ala is unjust towards him. The only reason he will be punished on Yawm Al-Qiyamah is because of himself. And that's why Allah says, do not blame anyone except for yourself. Because you are the reason for either to be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or you praising Allah and glorifying Allah was the reason for Allah Jalla wa'ala to give you his infinite mercy and his blessing subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as human beings, every single one of us, we know how much we have disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know how much we have taken from his provision subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know how much we keep taking from his blessings and his bounty subhanahu wa ta'ala. But have we given enough back to him subhanahu wa ta'ala to save ourselves? This is the main question. Have we given enough back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save ourselves? Have we given enough back to Allah Jalla wa'ala to take the blame off our shoulders? That we will be the ones who will blame ourselves on that day. If Allah Jalla wa'ala presents us to the fire, and the fire will be calling those who, the disbelievers and the sinners into the fire, they will only have themselves to blame and no one else and nothing else. Because Allah Jalla wa'ala has given everything. And if we try and count some of the blessings, subhanAllah, that Allah Jalla wa'ala gave to us, we will never be able to count. We will not know where to begin. And the more science progresses, and the more they learn just about the human body in itself, the more blessings we come to know that Allah Jalla wa'ala has granted the believers, and the disbelievers, and His creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine every single second of the day, your heart has to beat, and your blood has to be pumped around your entire body. Isn't this a sufficient blessing to praise and glorify and submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Just this alone. But this isn't greater than the blessing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the hadith, beginning with hidayah and guidance. So if we want this guidance to continue from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will praise Him and we will glorify Him. If we do not want this guidance to continue, then we will just indulge in sins without praising and glorifying Allah and without seeking forgiveness. And then in the al Qiyamah we will have no one to blame other than ourselves. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us from His infinite blessings and provisions. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us His mercy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of our sins. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداء الدين اللهم عليك بالكافرين اللهم عليك باليهود الغاصبين في فلسطين يا رب العالمين اللهم طهر المسجد الأقصى من قبضة اليهود يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في فلسطين وفي كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في كل مكان يا رب العالمين اللهم وحد صفوف المسلمين اللهم وحد صفوف المسلمين اللهم وحد صفوف المسلمين اللهم سدد رميهم ورأيهم يا رب العالمين اللهم أهلك الكافرين 
اللهم أهلك الكافرين اللهم أهلك المنافقين يا رب العالمين وصل اللهم وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أقيم الصلاة